morning. Once again, uh, we are live. Uh, extremely sorry for the delay, uh, but I guess the good news is that we are all set and ready to rock this evening once again. So uh, this is Elroy Gonsalves uh, welcoming the entire training fraternity uh, to episode six of Conversations That Impact and truly keeping with our motto and the objective of this session or this season. Well, uh, for all those who are going to attend this uh, episode, I am sure that you are gonna have one episode which is surely going to impact you, right? Not only with the learnings, but I'm sure that if you implement the learnings that you take from this episode, it's going to make a big difference to your bank account too. So make sure that not only that you run with us through the entire episode, also make sure that you can actually tag your trainer friends. Because if you find value in these episodes of the season, I am sure every trainer, every person who is part of your circle deserves to have the very best. So... Please like, share, create watch parties, do whatever you feel would be the best for the people whom you care and love about, all right? And on that note, I would like to welcome our guest speaker this evening. Of course, uh, the beauty of him is one, uh, I personally uh, couldn't guess his age. It doesn't really, uh, say much about my guessing at the age, but nevertheless, if you find him, uh, when you come across, you, I'm sure you'll find him to be a very, very interesting person. He is the author of The One Invisible Code and also the founder of Simply Five Sales. On this note, I welcome our guest speaker this evening, Mr. Sharat Sharma. All right. Hi, Sharath. Hey, man. Super excited to be with you today. I am sure. And along with me, I guess everyone who is viewing us is going to really have a lot of takeaways from this session. So Absolutely. looking forward to one rocking evening. Absolutely. Super excited. Super excited to add value to my community. You know, a group of trainers. I always enjoy talking to them. So looking forward to a great interaction with you. So uh, keeping with our theme, which says sales during market disruptions. All right. Uh, we are in such a phase, no doubt. But what you're going to do is uh, this session of the entire episode of an hour is going to be divided into one. What would be the ideal that a sales or a trainer, mm -hmm. the kind of practice that that person should follow and then, of course, we look at the second aspect that now that the tide has changed, All right. what is it that the trainer should now be careful about? Mm -hmm. Is that good? Super. Absolutely. All right. So, so, uh, so in fact, before you to start off with, yeah. the, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. Uh -huh. Right. Tell me, tell me, tell me. So, so before, before we start, you know, the kind of conversation I, I love having is mm -hmm. I always say, you know, when I get into a training as well, I always say, Jo bhi kuch kaunga, sach kaunga, sach ke kuch nahi kaunga. right? So we start the training that way. So I'm, I'm going to start <laughs> the conversation that way. Let's have fun. Let's talk. Um, let's have a very candid talk. Uh, I haven't prepared for it. 
you know, I'm, I'm just going to say what comes to my mind. Right. So, and that's what I feel is the best conversation to have. I'm sure Sharath is lying. He's prepared for this day, I guess, for the last 12, 15 odd years. <laughs> 12, 15. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm glad that you didn't reveal my age. <laughs> so let's not be so candid also. <laughs> so uh, let Super. me start off with this first question, Sharath. This is, I, I believe, is a mindset of quite a number of Indians is that when we talk about sales and a salesman, for some reason, we look down upon that particular job. But Absolutely. otherwise, besides that role, I believe every other job function is only a support function. Sales is the one who actually generates revenue. What is your take on it as to why is it that we are in such a situation in India, at least in India? Super. So, so I'm glad that you said that last sentence, right? At least in India. Um, to, to, to just share a little perspective out there. If you travel outside of India, outside of Asia, the perspective is very different. People look up to the salesmen because salesmen add oxygen to the business. Salesmen actually do the things that, you know, uh, that no, most people don't do. They face most number of rejections in their life than anybody else, right? Uh, in countries like US and UK, they are given a lot of respect, right? From the automobile sales guy to the insurance sales guy, they are given a lot of respect and honor. But unfortunately, because of some of the deeds that we have done in the past, we are looked down. Um, I, and I'll tell you an interesting thing. You know, every time I do a training, I do an exercise and I tell them, write down what comes to your mind when you think of a salesman. Mm -hmm. And guess what are the answers? Can you, can you guess what are the answers? And if you, if you are, if you know, the audience is watching me live <laughs> and go ahead and in the comment section, tell me, what do you think of when, whenever salesman comes and knocks to knocks at your door? I'm so sure what comes to your a mind? Very positive feeling. <laughs> positive, not a very positive feeling, right? So here is the, here is the th list of things that they talk about. Nasty, uh -huh. right? Shrewd, right? not very okay. friendly they they actually steal my personal zoo, uh, space they are trying to make money out of me all the negative things on this planet they talk about that but they never talk about somebody like a problem solver they don't talk about okay. value creator they don't talk about you know a, a partner uh, who is helping you know a consultant they don't talk about these words now, and i'm talking about sales guys saying this not a common man mm. Just imagine a sales guy saying that this is how I think of a salesman. So imagine the kind of mindset that we have. Now, why does it happen? To coming back to your question, why does it happen? It is because we have created a wrong perception of ourselves. As a salesman, we have created a very wrong perception. Now, if you look back 20, 30 years back, we were just trying to chase numbers. Sales was a numbers game. And let me tell you the truth. Sales is not a numbers game. Sales is a relationship game. All right, that, that's an interesting perspective. Yes, sales is not a numbers game. Sales is a relationship game. And once we understand that the perspective shifts, uh, a perception of somebody who is the, who's going to steal money to perception of you know, who's going to add value, that's the shift that we want to bring in. And this has happened because we were just chasing numbers. Thanks to all the movies, there were some movies where we were only talking about numbers, numbers, numbers. 
right if you remember mm. the movie uh, i'm i'm forgetting the name of the movie but there was a famous movie where this guy goes up to the board and says a b c always be closing that was the mantra for sales for a long time and when mm. you're only thinking of closing you're only thinking about numbers you're not looking at the human element in sales okay right? if you move from abc to the modern day abc which is always be consulting not be closing when you're consulting you're building relationships right so because we are always be in the always be closing mode we are actually not perceived as a right person the moment we shift the focus from always be closing to always be consulting bang on you know you have your relationships building your perception is changing and as indians as asians i think we need to move out of always be closing to always be consulting zone so what is the kind of thought process uh, that is different from uh, always be closing so that's the typical salesman to always be consulting i mean it's a new role that we are looking at all together so what would be the difference in the mindset okay i'll tell you something the role has been the same okay always we have solved problems always we have saved money for our customer we have done that always hmm. right but now when we when you look at yourself as a consultant you are more tuned towards building relationships right okay. we are looking at uh, uh, going back to your your question of you know what are what can you just quickly repeat your question so what is the difference between uh a consultant role because ideally i guess still a majority of us still consider ourselves as sales it's very difficult to get into a consultant mode because we have a, a preconceived notion as okay a consultant is at a particular level doing certain things but i am just selling a product so what is the difference between the two that every single salesman also should be thinking of the same job profile as a consultant super great so let me quickly differentiate so if you're always be closing you're going to chase numbers if you're okay. always be consulting you're going to look for relationships if you're always mm-hmm. looking at you know always be closing as a salesman role then you will you will probably look at you know how can i make quick money if you're looking at you know i'm a consultant you will look at mm-hmm. what kind of problem can i solve for my customer right true as a salesman if you're looking at always be closing perspective then you will look at okay ek sale kar lo mera kaam khatam hmm as a consultant you will look at a lifetime relationship right you will look at what else can i do how else can i value add to my customer hmm. right and when you transition from this always be closing to always be consulting role you will see amazing things happening you don't even have to sell you you don't even really have to sell you don't even have to get into that mode of okay abhi objection aayega i need to handle it hmm right you don't even hmm. have to go there because your client will love you like i say you know if you're a typical salesman of always be closing they'll be like okay i see the number i don't pick up the call but when you are you okay. know a, a consultant they'll be like okay you know why this guy is adding value to my business or my life let me pick up the phone and talk to him hmm right so that is the different that that we are talking about today and sales okay. like we solve problems we got to remember this very clearly in our heads we don't sell we solve problems so where do you think trainers are going wrong in their approach 
because uh, right now all of us there's a lot of freelance trainers okay and when you say freelance trainers they are there waiting for business they try to interact with uh, clients but somehow it's just about you end up undercutting or maybe acha theek hai 10000 mein mil raha hai kaam 8000 mein mujhe de sakte ho can i get it at 5000 so eventually now obviously we are going wrong somewhere because at some point of time the industry is going to end up cutting each other in trying to get business true so where are we going wrong all right so let me share my personal journey a little bit sure and then how, how i evolved into it and how i think uh, my experience could probably add a little value to to the listeners out there So I'll mm-hmm. tell you a little background about me. I worked in corporates for about seven good years, and uh, then when I decided to move on because of several reasons, I started off and like any uh, trainer, any I just picked up any project and every project I was doing time management, communication, conflict management. You tell me the topic I was doing it because I was good at speaking, hmm. right? So it's like you're fish out of the water. You're in the survival mode. right and you're just hmm. picking up anything and everything any price and every price i did free sessions i did free seminars i did so so the client would give me a bouquet hmm. and say come and do a two hour session i'm happy to receive a bouquet and then go back but look at my pocket and i see boss paisa to banaya nahi right and from there when i realized that this is not the way that the market can function this is not the way that you know i can survive hmm or rather i would i can thrive i was just surviving there i was not thriving there right hmm. so from there the transition happened i looked at you know what are the few things that i can do differently than the rest of the guys in the market so i decided was i don't want to do all the topics in the world i want to stick to one two three maximum that's it don't want to do many topics and i looked introspected and i understood that something that was appealing me thanks to my experience um, hmm. i was thrown out of a job because of bad leadership and i decided okay. to pick up leadership as a topic that i wanted to you know uh ha- get my hands dirty in right i i did ev- i read over like 200 books on leadership i looked at multiple mm. models i got certified on leadership and all that and i live i was living and breathing leadership now what happens here is this from a survival mode i'm moving into a mode where i'm only talking about one thing and i'm creating demand for my work mhm right now people start associating sharat is leadership sharat doesn't do any training and every training sharat doesn't charge just 8000 or 10000 bucks he charges x amount of money and he only does leadership training programs okay so so for me that layering is clear i don't want to do 10 programs in a month which is of 8 10000 rupees and make a lakh rupee in a month instead i would do one program of leadership once in a month and make 1 lakh rupees that's effectiveness and efficiency hmm right so that's where i transition and then i looked at okay you know what leadership skills what else can i do what else is an area that i hold expertise in and that's when my transitioning into sales happened right i i was doing a lot of sales you know a little more story around it we'll talk about it maybe hmm. a little later in the call but uh then then i started doing sales so today if you look at you know my clients they will say okay sharat ko bulana hai so sales and leadership he charges x amount and only then we will call hmm now that's my story now i'll tell you what happened what happened in the entire process and what did i learn 
I'll tell you, uh, there are four types of mindsets. Yeah, simple. Mm-hmm. First one is a survival mindset. Whether you're a sales okay. professional, whether you're a working professional, whether you're a trainer, you're mm-hmm. a freelancer, you're a business owner, whatever role that you are in, remember there are four mindsets. So number one is survival, where you're just trying to meet the ends. You're not doing what you're capable of, what your potential is. You're mm. just trying to meet the ends. And most trainers, okay, let me not make the statement right now. Let me complete this entire thing and then I will ask you. Right? Survival, mm. meet the ends. That's it. Paisa aara hai, jara hai, survive kar rahe hai We are just doing mm. that. The second type of mindset is an explorer mindset. Which is where you try and do anything and everything that is coming your way. You're not a master of everything. You're just trying. So somebody says, okay, let me do uh, and a Porsche ka demand. Jada hai, so let me get a Porsche certified uh, certification. Mm. Let me do some training for some time. Mm. And somebody comes and says, now emotional intelligence is in the in demand. Let me go and do emotional intelligence certification. So you're just exploring. You're, you're just trying to latch onto the you know low hanging fruits. Mm. Right. And then comes the dabbler. The third types of mindset, mindset is the dabbler mindset, where you see results, but you don't have a mentor who kicks your butt and say, boss, you can do more, right? You see results and then you say, uh, you know, you become a little complacent and then you see results and you become a little complacent until and unless somebody comes and kicks your butt, mm-hmm. right? That's not a great zone to be in. At least it is better, but not a great zone to be in. Mm-hmm. Last type of mindset is an achiever mindset. Now, achiever mindset is very clear about his purpose. What does he want to do? How can he add value? He looks at three things. One, what am I really good at? Two, where is the money? Where is the third thing? Where is the market? He understands mm-hmm. these three elements very well and he works towards it. He doesn't stick to his ego and say, boss, itna jilie to kafi hai. He thinks, how can I add value to a lot of people? How can I add a lot of value with my skills? How can I make money as well in the process? Now, these guys, achievers are not doing charity. They are not doing free sessions. Now, hmm. my question to you is, I can go deeper into it as much as possible. You know, you know in fact, my book, One, Win- One Invisible Code, I talk about these four mindsets. Mm-hmm. Right? But at this moment, I want to take a pause and ask you, tell me, we- Trainers, we trainers, and including me, right? I was in that zone sometime back, and I'm really, really, you know, uh, I empathize with everyone, right? Now tell me, which mindset do we as trainers have today? Survivor? Most, most are in the three categories, I would say. Survivor, explorer, and dabbler. That's it. Very few would have reached the achiever mode. Absolutely. So... The thing that we really need to do is work on this. Hmm. We train people on mindset. And that's the agony. We train people on mindset, but we don't follow the mindset that we need to have. Hmm. We need to really shift that element. And if we don't shift our mindset from these three to the top one of achiever, we will struggle. We will just make money and we'll kill each other's uh, pocket. Because you know it, I know it, and people in the industry, people who are listening to this call know it very well. That today what happens, you give a quote of, let's say, 25,000 rupees. The other guy comes and says, Sir, I will do it in 10 minutes. 
right? Because each of them are operating in different zone. And then your market is killed. Your your you know your this community itself it's is not growing. This community itself is becoming an enemy to itself. True. I, I hope I'm making sense. A lot of it. And in fact, if you want a lot more uh, such kind of interesting insights, I guess you need to get a copy of the one invisible code. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Sir. So <laughs> thank you uh, so much. <laughs> so one interesting uh, point that you brought out, you were fortunate. All right. I would say that you were fortunate that you could find out uh, the area that you would like to operate in. Uh, many trainers that we find are interested in being in the leadership uh, segment, no doubt. But we also need to understand that the higher you go in the pyramid, the lesser the opportunities. But the re my understanding is they want to be in that space because they're under the impression that if we train the leaders we have a direct impact on those who are below them. Mm -hmm. But my question is, how do you actually uh, come down to your niche or how do you identify what is it that I should actually be doing? Is there any process that you could suggest? All right. Um... Can you deliver any training at 3 a.m. in the morning without getting, without being prepared, without, without the need of being prepared? Can you deliver okay. one topic of the, you know, of your mind at 3 a.m. in the morning? I just shake you up and I say, you know, deliver karo training abhi ke abhi. Can you hmm. do that? Right. If you can do, if you can write down three topics or four topics that come to your mind, which you can deliver like this, that's your niche. There are processes. I don't deny that. Hmm. There are processes to identify your niche. There are processes to identify, you know, what are you really, really good at? But I would say, can you deliver a training at 3 a.m. in the morning without being prepared, without, you know, looking at your notes and all that? Can you deliver it? If you can do that, that's the area that you really need to put your heart and soul in. Right? That's one way. Yeah. Second way, look at your own uh, life. Look at your own life. What is the biggest message that you want to give out as a trainer? Hmm. I'm telling you as a trainer, not as somebody who is picking up a slide from Google and delivering as a, hmm. like my, one of my mentor beautifully said it, you know, don't be a messenger, be a message. It's a beautiful thought. I mean, don't messenger, messenger is somebody message. who will download the you know ppt again with all my heart and soul to you know empathizing with all the guys mm -hmm. but when you download the ppt and deliver you're just a messenger but what is the message that you would want to be if today mm -hmm. if i look at you and say you know you know when when five years from now if i have to remember you what would i want you to uh, you know, what what would you want me to Remember you as, hmm. right? True. So today, my, my participants would say, "Are leadership training kiya tha wahan pe?" If suppose you're going into the same company and doing ten topics, they would never ever say, "Boss, are kuch to topic kiya tha isne." Hmm. I hope I'm making sense. True. Right. So, so understand that element. Right. Be a be a message, not a messenger. So identify Word, what yes. you want to be known for. Yes. 
आपका मैसेज एग्जाम्पल टू यू नो लास्ट जॉब ऑफ माइंड अनफॉर्चुनेटली आई वॉज आस्ट टू लीव राइट शिट एक्सपीरियंस यूजिंग द वर्ड not a very good experience that i went through and i sat back and i asked what was the thing that was missing in the organization and i realized that leadership was missing and leadership was a failure and that's when my message came in was if you got to fix the leadership in organizations because like just like me there were several people who were going through the same experience of not having a right leader in their team hmm. right so when you look back your life you will have certain instances which will define you right so mm. look at your life and say you know what has been so i'll give you examples here when i when i work with people i ask them like there was this um, you know a girl who's who called me and said sharat you know i'm i'm not able to make money can you tell me what what can i do i said what are you really good at we we had a conversation for several uh, several minutes and then she said i'm really good at you know managing kids because i have mm. a kid back home and i think i've been a great parent i said parenting workshop or kids workshop where mm. is your heart she said kids i said now will you make make money in that market first one you got your message second one can will you make your make money in this market yes mm. parents are ready to put the money down mm. right do you think your passion is there do you think there is market for it do you think there are enough kids out there right all the three three is satisfied market is there passion is there money is there do it that's the place that you have to be in no but actually uh, while what you're saying is perfectly correct in identifying uh creating a niche no doubt is the biggest challenge because as you said when you're at the survivor mode i guess it's about first year ghar pe dal roti to aaye then after that we look at the next thing so would you suggest that first whenever you're getting into the space it's best to have your niche created from day one or is it still a good idea that first experiment because it's not very clear for everyone to yeah. simply have it in them right. so experiment initially till you get your niche true 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 to what you said is absolutely right what you said is bang on uh mahatma gandhi did not know his purpose until he was 49 mm-hmm. right only the day that he was thrown out of the train he realized that my rest of the life purpose is this much this one right mm-hmm. however uh, so that's one example to look at you know people realize it very late mm. but my request to you trainers i started off by doing anything and everything don't stop try and do anything and everything but back of your mind keep it in keep it very very clear that you've got to have a niche if you want to come out of the survival mode you've got to have a niche and i'll give you a little more thoughts around that if mm. i give the time permits sure so how do i how do i go about it make your maths keep your numbers ready how much money do i need in a month to survive let's say you need 50k right so ensure that that 50k is coming to you consistently hmm you do freelancing training you do digital training you do whatever kind of a training ensure that 50k is taken care of every month without any a uh, major hassle right so once mm. that 50k is taken care right that big burden in your mind which is there the talk between your ears ki paisa nahi aa raha hai paisa nahi aa raha hai is taken care of 
Hmm. Now you can think big. Now you can say, okay, 50K is there. I don't do anything. I do a little bit of work. 50K is coming in. Now I need to go and search what is the niche that I want to be in. I cannot play this 50,000 game forever in my life. And this is where a key question comes in. Hmm. Take a moment and ask yourself or, and any, everyone who's listening to this, take a moment and ask yourself, whatever you're doing currently, do you see yourself doing this the rest of your life? Hmm. And if you go deeper into answering this question, let's say I'm a trainer who is doing 5,000 ka training or 8,000 rupees training. So, and, and let's say I'm just about 28 years old, hmm. right? So I'm going to sit down and ask myself this question. Do I see myself doing 8,000 rupees training for the rest of my life? True. If the answer is no, then you got to buckle up. You got to buckle up. You know, okay. So next question, how long can I see myself doing this? Hmm. Maybe two years, <clears throat> maybe one year. Uh, we got to answer these tough questions. Two years, I can see myself doing this 8,000 rupees training per, you know, per training. And then from two years onwards, I need to scale it up. I want to do a 50,000 rupees training. I don't want to do a one lakh rupee training. You've got to get this strong answers out. If we don't answer these, uh, this question, honestly, this shook me. And I said, do you see yourself doing whatever you're doing for the rest of your life? And that answer shook me. I mean, I don't see myself doing whatever I was doing at that time. And even today I ask this question. Hmm. You understand what I'm saying, right? It's a very simple and a powerful question that you constantly ask yourself, whatever level that you reach. Hmm. And the moment the answer is no, then you've got to change your game. Then you've got to change your game. Every time you've got to change your game. So now the, these numbers are something that uh, are the starting point. Uh, uh, as a trainer or as um, one is that you can't look at yourself as a single person. Eventually, yeah. if you want the numbers to go up. What are the other numbers that uh, you feel every trainer or an entrepreneur should be aware of if he wants to do or if he wants to get big in this game? Okay. See, so business, let's talk business. How do you make money? You make money two ways. Small ticket, big volume. Big ticket, small volume. Small volume. Simple business sense, hmm. right? So from a very training, training perspective, I would say, look at these two numbers. Do you want to do 10 trainings of 10,000 rupees a month? Or do you want to do 10 trainings of 1 lakh rupee a month? Right? Effort is the same. Usme bhi das din khada hona hai, isme bhi das din khada hona hai. It's right? a bank statement that would be different. Yes. Effort is the same. Maybe your intellectual hmm. capability will be a little higher hmm. and your delivery style will be really bigger. But I'm going I'm to physically, I'm going to put the same kind of effort. If I have this number in my mind, first number, 10 hmm. trainings, 10,000 rupees per month. 10 training, one lakh rupees per month, right? I need to manage this. Also, second thing, I see a lot of trainers doing 20, 30 trainings in a month. 
again my question do you see yourself doing this for the rest of your life your vocal you cords to, will go off gradually you have to upgrade and and there are people who who have knee knee issues right because they are standing and delivering and they brag about it boss me 30 trainings kar raha hu 20 trainings kar raha hu month sorry you are draining yourself off you got to have a team whom you can outsource i love hmm. taking 10 to 12 trainings in a month not beyond that 15 ho gaya to bahut acha hai baki i have my trainers who, who go ahead and do it right and that's when team collaboration comes in so again going back to your question numbers look at your numbers high volume small ticket right how hmm. do you want to play around with those numbers high volume uh, small ticket uh, high ticket uh, you know small low volume how do you want to play around with those numbers second look at how many days of training do you really want to do i my sincere request don't do a large number i have a client whom whom we love i mean they love us and we love them and the trainer the senior trainer there he often says you know one of the things that i regret sharat is jab main jawan tha main 20 20 25 trainings karta tha mahine mein and today he has a backbone problem he has a knee problem and he says today i cannot stand and deliver i'm just um, he's just 55 Hmm. Right. So these are the numbers uh, from a very sales perspective. Right. I talk about sales cycle, and one must have the sales cycle very clearly defined. One must have the transitioning of the numbers very clearly defined in the sales cycle. Hmm. Right. So simple. How many prospects are you reaching out per month? Right. From a very sales perspective, how many prospects are you reaching out per month? How many? are getting converted into meetings how many from meetings how many are con- getting converted into real business hmm. right and from there how many are the repeat business generally what's the ratio out here from a prospect to a converted uh, depends clientele. on the business depends on the business we have seen people who do 15% we have seen people who do 40% okay right and we have seen people who do who hit pl- almost 50% also so right. along yes yeah so along with all these numbers you know when uh, for the trainers who are actually uh, they have moved and they've uh, gone up to that level of having the numbers in place but then when they get out into the market mm-hmm. they get into this first major roadblock and that is rejection mm-hmm. how do you propose that a trainer has to kind of have his mindset all ready for rejection because this is the most difficult part i mean <laughs> i've done my best I, i'm going to deliver but when i go and try and close a sale okay i'll let you know later and then it's like oh damn three meetings five meetings and you're still at the same thing so how would you advise uh, them to go about uh, sales okay they need to register uh, into my sales workshop <laughs> <laughs> All right, just kidding. Huh. But uh, okay, so here's the truth, right? If you want to play big, rejections are part of the game. You will have uh, rejections from the clients. See, if you let's let's understand this. Yeah, up a international level, pe play cricket, khelte ho. If you're playing a game at an international level, you know the rules mm-hmm. of the game. 
the rules of the game is there mm-hmm. will be a you know a, a six there will be a four there will be a no ball you you know the game hmm right nothing comes out of the game right empire will not tell you that this is something which is uh, uh, this is something that uh, empire will not signal something which you aren't aware of correct simple we know the game sales we must know the game meeting karoge rejections hoenge when you think and this is what i say there are rejections are part of the game when you actually think there will not be rejections when you think you know everyone will say yes to me and that's when you will actually play wrong okay that's when you will think yaar kya ho gaya right it's part of the game don't think i will never get rejected dhoni when he goes and plays he knows that he will get out and just because he knows that he gets out he doesn't stop hitting sixes hmm same thing is with us any game that we play same thing is with us in training when we go and meet 10 clients a part of rejection is part of the game don't think it is out of syllabus <laughs> broadly how bad is the number okay, when it comes let to me give, let me just complete this uh-huh. now rejections if you think it will never come it will be a surprise to you but when rejection comes to you and you are prepared for it it's an opportunity to you opportunity to become better opportunity to play the next meeting well true right hmm don't if you are not prepared for the rejection you will be like are yaar rejection ho gaya you have a next meeting you will play the game very poorly and then that meeting is also gone do you have an interesting story that you could share something that has happened with you and somehow you've managed it or overcome it or something like that that you could share there are two stories that i'll tell you again top mm-hmm. of my mind uh training uh, in the training room right 2013 12th 13 delhi gurgaon i'm in a training program i walk into a training room um I was a six thinking hat certified trainer, two sixty first trainer in India to deliver mm-hmm. six thinking hats training. I walk into the room, and there comes this MD. He comes up and says, fifty five, sixty years old guy, pretty stout, comes up to me and says, um, "If I don't like your training, I am going to walk out." Hmm. And then he also says this in Hindi, like typical uh, style. Huh. You know, your age and my experience they don't even match. I have more hmm. experience than your age. Hmm. Now imagine you're a trainer and you want to do meaningful work, and somebody comes and tells you like that. Hmm. I said, "Okay, thank you, welcome. Please be seated. And if you don't like it, you have all the right to walk out." And I did my job. I did. I didn't do anything extra. Unko, you know, just to impress him, I didn't do anything extra. I just did what I'm supposed to do. I trained people. For me, the MB, the the MD is the same, and the participant is the same, hmm. or any newcomer is the same. Hmm. right so that's one thing agar if i would have let that you know thing affect me i would have gone you know i would not have done justice to the training hmm. then good thing again at the end this guy walks up to me and gives me a hug and say i have never attended a training like that not bragging about myself but i think we trainer got to have that that thick skin at times hmm right 
Second thing, so that's one ex experience. It can happen in the classroom. Forget about, you know, you've got the deal, you're in the classroom and then this happens to you. Hmm. That's like a bad thing that can happen, but it happened and that went well. Second thing. So you just, you know, at the end, during the introduction, you just mentioned something that you didn't reveal my age. I look hmm. pretty young. Eight years back, I was much younger, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I walk into this meeting and um, I, Hyderabad, I walk into this meeting and this guy comes and says, looks to looks at me hmm. and then he thinks, you know, he gives me that weird look, that kind of a look, hmm. right? And then um, for whatever reason, the, the conversation did not go well and it ended at a very bad note, right? So it, it actually went into an argument Okay. And uh, pretty bad, pretty, pretty aggressive conversation. And that day uh, I realized that, okay, my age is one thing, but that day I also understood that you will get such, such cynics everywhere. Mm. Right. For whatever reason, he was belittling me. I had my team member along with me. I asked, was it my fault? Because typically you introspect and ask. But the other guy, my team member said, no, sir, he was rude to you. Right. And once you understand this, you really again develop a thick skin and say, boss, there will be people like this you will meet. You got to really understand that all kind of people will come into your uh, life and you want to play back. Hmm. And you got to understand this and just move on. You cannot stop. You cannot let one bad meeting affect the rest of the uh, you know, plans that you have for your life. True. Right. So these two rejections are, you know, second one was a pathetic rejection. Hmm. Yeah. And then there so, are price rejections. Yeah. Price rejections keep, they keep happening. Uh, you so know, your price guess, is too high, uh, too low. Uh, you know, why should we pay you something so much? You know, when there are branded organizations that are doing the same program at a, at a same or the, or lesser price, all these hmm. rejections come in. I think what matters at that moment is your conviction. What do you want to tell? And just a quick tip here, negotiation. You need to know your, you know, your, your final price, right? If I'm selling a training at a, a, a let's say a 15,000 rupees per participant for a day or a, for a two day program, I need to know that I can go up to 14. You got to have this number in your mind. You don't go into the meeting and then decide ki, okay, mein tera karun, bara, should I play 14, 13? You don't decide then. You decide your number much before and then you go into the meeting. If negotiation is happening, I will end my meeting at 12 or 13 or 15 or whatever number. So now that you brought up this pricing thing, yeah. uh, right now uh, we are in such a situation where price is the biggest variable. Right. Because uh, we, we've moved into a phase wherein, uh, according to me, not many people are aware of what is happening. Okay. So from offline, we moved online. Now there is no basis for pricing. Right. So what we also see is a lot of webinars and all that are coming across. It's flooding the market and price seems to be the biggest variable. So mm -hmm. the moment when you have someone who's offering the same program for 30,000, 20,000, 10,000, 8,000. And some of the reasons that you get is because up to it is online. Abhi to zada 
टेंशन नहीं है आठ घंटे के बजाय इट्स दो घंटा हाउ डू यू टैकल दैट आई मीन इज दैट अ लॉजिकल रीजनिंग टू गेट कस्टमर्स इंटरेस्टिंग क्वेश्चन मंथ मार्च uh because of obvious reasons and we had a price done almost like we were supposed to deliver the training and then all of this thing happened right and then uh yesterday we had a call and then they said ab to aapko aana nahi hai you will save so much right mm-hmm. and uh, do i really do you really think that we should pay you so much you know what i what i told them i told I them have to know yeah i told them i'm going to just play with the camera right i'm just, i i told them that do you really want to see what kind of investment have we done to make sure that the trainings are happening at a very effective pace it's not just me not coming to you it's not just ppts that we will do right we are in it for a longer game so we gave them options something like this so if you look at this room that i am seated in this is mm-hmm. this is a room that we have converted into a studio right Okay. If you see, there is a mic here, mm-hmm. right? I'm not talking with headphones. If you see, I'm going to turn around. Maybe there will be a little dark, right? So if you look at, there is a complete. I don't know how much you can see. There mm-hmm. is a black color curtain. Yes. Right, and there you can see there is a mirror kind of a thing that is there. Hmm. Right. So yeah. this entire room. we have converted this entire room into a studio okay. so that this you know our client uh, receive a lot of value from us they don't just uh, see ppts running and uh, somebody is giving a voice over to it so i told them see i invested about a lakh and a half rupee to set up this entire room soundproofing it and everything do you think we are just in it for a smaller game right we are playing this mm. for, at a bigger level and we give them three options sitting down and delivering training like this standing and delivering we have a light board animation that we built at home now we mm-hmm. can do that uh, you know all of these options is what you have now you tell me how do you want your training to be we will make it as effective as possible now and and because this client was known to me i told them that you know what i have a 3 bhk and i have actually let go i've i've actually taken one bhk one bedroom out from my home and that's such a big loss for me and my family and now you're negotiating and saying boss paisa kam karo i have actually lost so much do you do you understand what i'm trying to tell you right and and when the client looked at our preparation client said okay you know what this guy is in in it for a longer time he is not just going to do one or two training even if the lockdown continues for a year he is prepared to deliver the training program and we re- literally sent them sample videos to make them understand what value are we going to create for them i'm not negotiating price i'm negotiating value 
right so we got to really understand that first element hum log value kaise deliver karenge you're not just going to just put a ppt and just talk 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 that's not training hmm right we are going to deliver value by activities using you know the the screen that we have there's so many things that we can do right when we send pictures they never negotiated this is one example that i'm sharing now let's come back to how do you actually negotiate now again like i say when you move into a consultant role you talk about value 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 how can i add value when you show value there's a book uh, spin uh, technique on sales it mm. talks beautifully about how do you represent value talk about value don't talk about you know the the time that you're going to put in talk about how much value will you create for their employees and then the price restriction price objection disappears baat bhi nahi karenge wo log price ke bare mein number 1 agar price objection aati hai right let's say price objection comes up and then they say okay your price your typical statement your price is too high hmm my question to them is in comparison to what hmm right if they say your price is too you know too high in comparison to uh, xyz company right when they say xyz company if i know that xyz company i can play my strengths and i say you know what i do this i do this i do this not just online training i'll give you coaching i'll give you assessment i'll give you all of this i'll open up my digital platform for you guys right i will create value i will not talk about price and this is where sales guys go wrong this is where i think we trainers go wrong we talk about price 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 we talk about we need to talk about value i so hope i'm making sense it's perfectly what you said and in fact i'd like to take it on from here what is the role when i look at the future what is the role of digital media in the actual new avatar of the online trainer Uh, explain me the question because it's a very so, very broad question so now see uh, the way i look at it uh, you have taken or you have made serious investment in your uh, entire functioning of your uh, product all right, right. Um, so now if we as trainers are going to take our trainings from offline to online all right, right. it's not only about taking our entire set our powerpoints and say that okay now we are going to play around with the camera the entire online shift has got mm-hmm. a much bigger scope and right, that yeah. includes the digital presence of the trainer yeah yeah so how important is it for you or for every trainer to have that digital presence whether it's through social media paid marketing whatever okay so um i i talk numbers i talk my experience more so i'll talk about mm-hmm. my experience more um uh, going off the trainer trainer thing that we are talking about let me talk about what's happening in the industry right now right in the industry right now if you if you walk out um you will see hoardings empty hmm right if you look at companies which were doing this big conferences and big melas uh you know uh, where they display their products and all that that's disappearing right Even and there was a study which was done by market chart just look it up guys who are listening to it marketchart.com they said all of this budget which was there for this you know uh, holding 
codings and advertisements and various platforms they're going to pull that entire money and they're going to put it on the digital space forget hmm. about trainers for a while so big companies have pulled out the budget from all this exhibition uh, you know budgets and hoarding budgets and all that they're pulling it down and putting it in the on the digital space if big companies are doing it we players we individual trainers or freelancers we got to leverage technology that's the only way forward right or, or i wouldn't say that's the only way that's one of the major uh, contributor for us going forward right you got to be you got to get your hands dirty in the digital space now i'm going to take a moment and tell you something which most trainers don't want to listen to like i said i jo bhi kahunga sach kahunga right hmm now firstly stop calling yourself freelancers call okay. yourself consultants mm-hmm. freelancers look up the meaning of freelancers freelancers free mein latke hue no we don't want to be called that I, i you know people who are listening you might hate me or love me for this but that's the truth call yourself consultants right you solve problems you're there to understand their problems and solve it just imagine some you go to a hospital and somebody says main freelance doctor hu kaisa lagega aapko Hmm. you will not go to him yeah, it's a risk <laughs> right call yourself consultant hmm. right firstly True. second create your digital presence build your brand today a website and a basic domain doesn't cost you more than uh, 4 5000 bucks create that presence ek website bana lo doesn't cost as much but just imagine you have a website you have a pdf download of your profile right and uh, you know you have your linkedin and facebooks and all of that pages are created beautifully done you spend about 2 hours you will know how to set up all of these one of your thing is taken care of you you don't have to you know uh, keep uh, keep thinking mai freelance call karu kya free should i call myself freelancer should i call myself what just put your website up this is what i be i am called for this is the top these are the topics that i do people will get to know you going forward people will not in fact even now it is happening people don't look at look up anywhere else but the digital space hmm. right so create your digital space website facebook linkedin instagram all of them are a must and maintain it just write one message every day and something that you resonate with now coming to the sales aspect of it now unless you have your website and a you know linkedin page and a facebook page you cannot even sell Hmm. you cannot even advertise forget about selling aapka facebook page hoga tabhi aap sell kar sakte ho digital products or you can add you can send your ads hmm. you can create your ads right so digital is going to be the thing going forward it's not the ultimate thing but it's going to be the thing so please get your hands dirty on the digital space now a piece of warning there hmm. you know there is a lot of noise in the market like you rightly said too many webinars too many people saying that i do this i do that and all with all respect to them in the noise be a voice i repeat myself in the noise mm. please be a voice it how means how do you do that mm. sorry how do you do that yeah stand out stand out mm-hmm. again if you have one message you will consistently talk about that 
right if you if you're not if you're a jack of all trade but master of none you will just talk about anything and everything on the planet people will not connect to it right be a voice stand out everyone is doing digital media become a digital coach and all that love Interesting. it love it but you got to stand out so need to restrict ourselves to our target audience you got to restrict yourself to the target audience you got to understand are you in a b2c game or not you got to understand the game play it and be one single message you cannot have multiple messages don't be a noise there are so many people shouting out on facebook and linkedin and everywhere saying i do this i, I you know I, i with all the love to them right i do this i do that and all that noise too much of noise too much of noise and i'll tell you noise will disappear as soon as the lockdown opens up and things stabilize only people who are the voice will sustain for too long and it happens with everything koi bhi cheez nahi shuru hoti hai everyone wants to do it but after some time you will say handful of people are doing it hmm yeah i hope i'm making sense i'm just talking so so for the, the so from what i have understood is right from the beginning that we started about having your niche so the yeah. entire thing now falls into place because you're saying the moment you know exactly the space that you would like to be in your actions also are corresponding yeah which means at the end of it your necklace is actually woven or all your pearls are added that actually come into one single thread right and in at this point of time uh, the very example that you've given of doctors i guess we are moving in the age of specialization and perhaps super specialization even in the session we had yesterday mr arun chitlangia also mentioned the same thing that super. we are we need to have outcome based trainings and when we talk about outcome based it has to be with depth i think so we are no longer in the age of living off powerpoints it's great so we are kind of short of time and just to uh, limit ourselves one last question for you mm-hmm. what would be three learnings mm-hmm. that you have accrued over your entire career that you feel that for every trainer if he or she would like to get into the space right not get into the space now that that person is in sales what should he or she do three learnings authenticity number 1 all right nothing nothing sells other than authenticity be true to who you are like again just emphasizing how much time do we have just about 2 minutes so <laughs> okay so authenticity walk the talk don't be mm-hmm. a messenger be a message that means walk the talk if you're talking leadership live leadership if you're talking sales live sales if you're talking digital space live digital space authenticity is what sells you might make money slowly but you will make eventually and nobody will turn you down right people will know you for it it might take time but people will know you authenticity sells right um second message that i want to really give is you know don't think of how can i make quick bucks look at how can i make bigger impact right so again in my book i talk about how much impact do you want to make how much influence you want to make and how much income do you want to make it's in that order hmm impact influence and income now most people do the other way around income i want to be popular that is influence and then they look at how how impo- how impactful am i wrong path 
it's the other way around impact influence and then the income last income but not the, the least byproduct yes yes it it comes eventually and last but not the least i think um unlearn okay i think for trainers it's so 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 very important so very important that we got to really really unlearn and stay grounded you know again when i say the truth you know truth usually pisses off people <laughs> right but but if you are if you are if you have the thick skin to accept it you will get to know it a lot of times we trainers uh, you know get into that zone i know it baba ye mujhe pata hai right i think that is something that we need to come out of if you are not doing it you don't know it hmm right you don't know it like like we say an idea is not good enough execution is what matters very training world knowing doesn't really matter what really 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 matters today is are you living and breathing what you know so don't get too much into i know everything stay grounded unlearn as much as possible agar aap training space mein 10 saal se zyada ho you would have seen the day one and today everything is ulta true <laughs> right and if you are not ready to unlearn and you will say while well, wait for you know when the sun shines i will go and start prospecting for my new clients when the covid thing goes off i will start prospecting for my new clients somebody else somewhere else who is your competitor who unlearned everything and relearned new things and started prospecting has already won the game right so hmm. those are the three things again top of my mind whatever came in i just said that all right thank you very much so on this note i guess uh, we have crossed our time but uh, i've had a wonderful conversation with you and i'm sure there's been a lot of personal learning also thank you in this journey of sales because uh, like it or not we are in this space and if we know that sales is the only way to make sure that we can actually have a meaningful end then why do we still hesitate so as i take it from you it's difficult we have to get uh, mentally prepared for the amount of rejections but nevertheless it is possible Absolutely. so on so on that positive note can thank I just you take, very much can i just make yes. one sentence one sta- yes. one small statement sure we are talking about economy being not okay today right now as a trainer as a sales professional if you're watching this it's your moral responsibility to bring the economy back and you can do it only when you sell if you're not selling you are also contributing towards this economic slowdown so my request my sincere request to you is sell because economy will bounce back only if you sell it's your moral responsibility that's it from my end beautiful point to end uh, this conversation and i'm surely this point is going to have a strong impact so thank you very much on behalf of the entire team of conversations that impact we would like to thank you sharat for thank coming you. on our show and viewers thank you very much for being with us 
as uh, informed earlier, please like, share, tag a trainer friend, and make sure that these pearls of wisdom actually get across to as many people as possible. So thank you very much and have a great weekend. Hope to meet all of you once again next Friday at Conversations That Impact. Thanks a lot. Thank you.